0: Welcome to the Still Becoming One podcast. We are Brad
1: and Kate. In our more than 20 years of marriage, we've survived both dark times and experienced restoration.
0: Now, as a licensed marriage counselor and relationship coaches, we help couples to regain hope and joy.
1: We invite you to journey with us as we are Still Becoming One.
0: Let's start the conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Still Becoming One.
1: Yes, it's our last podcast in the Advent series. Yay. Yeah.
0: All right. Excellent. So I hope that you've been enjoying this season of Advent, of Mm -hmm. getting ready for Christmas, not just yourself, but getting ready in your marriage uh, for what that season looks like.
1: Getting ready in your heart, then allowing that to impact your marriage.
0: Yeah. And that's, no, I I, I have to think about that. No, you're exactly right. Um, I think that's the goal, right, is that we grow personally Mm -hmm. and that that grows us towards our spouse.
1: Yep. That doesn't necessarily mean there's the absence of conflict or... Rough things, because it's a a season. It's a season that's often hard for people, as we've said. Uh, Yeah. And that's where I want to
0: keep coming back to, is I think this is a really challenging season for Mm. couples, for anyone who's, Mm. you know, come from a family. (laughs) Which, (laughs) well, well, Um, if you
1: cannot, everybody comes from a DNA family, but if you cannot identify your family, that also has a lot of... right. Stuff with it.
0: So whether you're spending, you know, this holiday season with your family mm-hmm. or you are not, mm-hmm. there is challenges in that, right? There, yeah. there are stuff in there that gets us kind of, I don't know, uh, you know, feeling something, mm-hmm. right?
1: Of course. So. Yeah, of course. There's just so much there um, with holidays and getting together and all those things. So. Yeah, it's just holding space for that, honoring that, trying to identify what those thats are. Yeah,
0: yeah. Over and over again. Well, and yeah. you know, I talked to a client of mine recently who had for many reasons, not had a relationship with his mom for a number of years. Mm -hmm. And he decided after a lot of work that it was time to give her a call. Mm. So he did and he he reached out and they had a conversation and he Mm -hmm. actually was like, it went okay. And then Mm. later that night I had a fight with my wife and I have no idea why. Mm. And I was like, oh, and he didn't see the two as connected yeah, but it and like the topics weren't connected, correct? But the emotions certainly were, right? Right. You know, and just the vulnerability and and the emotional exhaustion of you know making that phone call was a challenge, and it just ended up in a place of getting yeah. upset with each other.
1: Well, and it could have also been pent up emotions towards his mom. Like, I'm sure the conversation went well. I don't know anything about this person, but I'm sure the conversation went well, but there's emotions from the past. There's emotions. And if we don't recognize them and take care of them, which we all don't do at times, like this isn't something Brad and I are perfect at either, they're going to come out somewhere.
0: And and I think that's the challenge in holidays and Christmas because we walk into it going, I just want to have a good time. I just want to have a nice... You know, time with my family. Mm -hmm. So I want to not have all of those emotions come out. Right. And so we kind of bottle them up and then they come out somewhere.
1: Well, and for many people, they're not safe to come out around your family. Right. So you don't have really a choice. Your family has set you up to plug them. And then, you know, it's really easy. You get home from a family event and you're kids bill something or who knows like, right. A driver cuts you off and mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, now I have a reason Oof. to um, let this out. And all of a sudden everyone around you is like, wow, that didn't seem measured for what just right. happened. Right. Right. I don't know. I can only speak from experience. I've gotten a lot better at it, but that used to be my kind of go-to Yeah, when we and, were younger.
0: And I'm, just think it's so important for us to be aware not only of how that happens for us, mm-hmm. but how it happens for our spouse.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And just be aware of, you know, when those extra emotions are coming somewhere that they often do, mm-hmm. you know, come out at, at times where they shouldn't. And it's like, try to, how do we direct that and how do we help them to direct that in the well, healthiest way?
1: And how do you also, if you have those emotions, you're the one having them, how do you figure out how to be vulnerable and honest with your spouse instead of just, you know, I don't know, lots of different things. That's good. However, the emotions coming out, whether it's you're annoyed, you're, you're putting distance between you and them. Like, so what does it look like for you to be able to just say, Hey, I'm still working it out, but I think this upset me. Like You know, and just be vulnerable because we can try to be attuned with our spouse, but ultimately it's my job to let you know what's going on, Mm -hmm. and your job to let me know what's going on with you. It's not my job to be the detective.
0: All right. So you said this word, attunement. And since we're heading into this topic of our last advent emotion of love, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think actually that word is a pretty good place to start. Mm -hmm. What does attunement mean?
1: Um, Just simplistically, I mean, there's a lot of complexities to attunement, but it just means being able to be with someone and be in tune with what's going on. Now, that doesn't always mean you know exactly what's going on, but you know something's going on. Yeah. So you're reading their body language, their emotions, their voice, all the different things. You know, with our teenagers, it's like, okay, I see something's going on. And I've asked several times and nothing, nothing, which is, well, super common.
0: Teenager response?
1: Well, it is, but also it can be a very adult response too. But it's like, but I keep saying, well, I sense something. So if you want to talk about it, let me know, right? So it's like me sensing something. Right. Now. That could also be me being worried, mm-hmm. you know, they're teenagers mm-hmm. or whatever. So it isn't always an indicator that there's something wrong with your kids, but being in tune means you've learned their personality and learned right. when something's off and you ask about it. Sure. They get to choose whether they enter in or not.
0: And I think that is a interesting place of expressing and showing love in a relationship because mm-hmm. it is a level of connection of mm-hmm. of really seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. And Kate and I were talking about, you know, this topic and where we wanted to go. And we kind of said, well, we're a marriage podcast, like the mm-hmm. love emotion should be easy. But in many ways, this is a a pretty complex one, mm-hmm. right? Because, well, love isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And, and I know we deal with a lot of couples that have struggled to figure out what love is. And mm-hmm. um, we really were kind of discussing what does it mean to receive yeah. love in this in this space? What does mm-hmm. it mean to be loved, if you will?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, you know, the spirit of Advent is, we get the choice to receive God's love of his son or not. And what does that look like? And how do we view that? How safe does that feel? All kinds of things. And those things are going, how we view that, whether we interact with that or not, is going to be deeply impacted by our own story, our own earthly examples of love, Mm. what we were taught love is, Like we take in all kinds of message from our parents of what is loving and what is not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: this is why when we are meeting with couples, we often are asking them things like, how did you see love expressed in your home? Mm. Either between your parents, if they were Mm -hmm. together, or how your parents loved you. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you the number of times people look at me and they're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a clue. Right. Yeah. I, and, and then they kind of wonder why they're having trouble either giving or receiving love in their marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause there just really isn't a model for them to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when I think we can get to a point where we receive God's love, the gift of his son, the whole point of Advent, like. It does not always then translate. First of all, we still have doubts because that's very human, but it doesn't translate to then automatically, oh, I love my spouse perfectly. I love myself no. perfectly. Right. Right. It's, it's harder to walk out. I think this one, it's interesting. We were, as each one was going on, we we're like, sometimes it feels like one morphs into the other with peace and joy and love and all of the different ones, but. This one feels a little bit more hard to make it tangible.
0: Mm. It it does, because, yeah, we you're right. We have the example of God's love, but there is this challenge that God's love is very sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it talks in Ephesians 5. It says, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church, which mm-hmm. is a sacrificial putting them first love up until yeah. the point of death. Well, mm-hmm. That's a model that all of us can strive for, but man, none of us are really going to meet, mm-hmm. right? So there is this challenge out there of it's imperfect. It is, and I think many of us have had First Corinthians thirteen read probably at our weddings or mm-hmm. you know other things like that. Or a lot of times I see it when people do marriage sermons, they pull out the love mm-hmm. chapter. You know, love mm-hmm. is kind and and. You know all of these things. Well, the reality is, all of that is perfection,
1: mm.
0: right? Love keeps no record of wrongs. Well, I don't know anyone who can to- right. do that perfectly, right? Right, and love is not selfish. Well, yes, it is. I mean, all of us are
1: right. So then, why is that? Why do we have that scripture?
0: Well, I A think wise one.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I I think. That scripture is there to show us how and what it means that God loves us. Okay. Right? It is it is about Him loving us, not right. about necessarily how we're supposed to love each other, although that then becomes the model sure. of how we love each other. And I think it really shines in the face and says, we can't. We right. we are unsuccessful at doing this thing. Yeah, Um, And we're supposed to keep trying, but we're going to keep missing it.
1: So it actually points to Advent because we need something that can bridge that gap. Right. Which is Jesus, right? Like, yeah. God set up lots of other things before Jesus to make everything okay for us that we could do. And there just never will be enough. Mm. So, right. So I think, yes, that 1 Corinthians is to show God's. How God loves us, and then also to sh- give us the model, like you said, and then remind us no matter what you do, you can't meet this right, right. without Jesus. And,
0: and I think it gets a little even more complicated because even if we try to love our spouse really well, mm-hmm. there's many times that they're not willing or seem to be not willing to receive that love,
1: or maybe can't. Yeah. Right. Cause they're on their own journey of trying to understand how they receive love because it's hard. And yeah, again, going back to like, how'd you grow up? What does it feel like to be loved? When did you not feel loved? Right. Your, your spouse is going to hit into all those things. doesn't matter who you marry.
0: Yeah. I mean, at at its core, Mm -hmm. actually loving and being loved is vulnerable. You yeah. are risking a person hurting you. Yeah. By absolutely. by receiving love. And I think many times we, you know, feel that hurt or we feel afraid of being hurt. And so we keep them at arm's length.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: It's a question to be thinking about of like how do we receive or how mm-hmm. good are we at receiving love from your spouse? Mm-hmm and that can go into how good are we at receiving gifts from our spouse sure from how good are we at receiving words or compliments or praise from right. your spouse
1: so all of the the five love languages right like yeah. not not necessarily which one are you but those are all and they're not they're not the end all there are other ways to show love too but those things when your spouse does them how
0: how do you receive them right right so you know or are you able it, to receive that yeah is and you know somebody says let's say take words you know mm-hmm. words of affirmation it, if somebody you know says wow you really did that very well uh, you know or mm-hmm. that that meal was fabulous or uh, you know I so appreciate how you provided for us or whatever if your spouse right. gives those words of affirmation, are you able to sit there and receive them and say thank you or is your tendency to go no 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 it's nothing i did it it was fine yeah and kind of de- deny them
1: yeah and i think you know just thinking along those lines with everything else the reality is we want desperately to be loved as a people we need a savior's love like we were designed for that to be loved but it is hard for most of us to be loved.
0: Why do you think it is? Why do you think it is that it's hard to receive, whether it be a compliment, whether it be, you know, God's love. Why do you think that's so hard?
1: I mean, without being too theological, I think it goes back to the fall. Like we were created to be in a loving relationship with, um, the Trinity, you know, like all of that. And that was shattered mm. the moment sin came in. And so, us being able to receive that love has been shattered and we try to pick up pieces of it. But the reality is we don't know fully how to be loved and I don't think we will till heaven, but Mm -hmm. it is still a piece of God's blessing to us and I think he wants us to feel it and receive it. But it is hard for all of us because we are unworthy in some senses, we feel unworthy and then yet God says, I have made you worthy again. So like, but there's all of that. It's yeah. complex. Not just, we don't live in the we are worthy again. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. guess
0: I always go back to and, and think about what Brennan Manning talked about of mm-hmm. just having this inner sense of, well, if they actually knew all of my inner thoughts, if they mm-hmm. only knew my inner me, then they wouldn't actually love me. So we kind mm-hmm. of like, Discount mm-hmm. the you know somebody else's, even God's mm-hmm. care and love for us, sure, because we know the things going on deeper inside.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're saying, like, with our spouse, if they knew everything, they wouldn't, love right? Us. Right, mm-hmm. so
0: we kind of predict the rejection because, well, we're all sinful, right? Like, we all have things where we fall short, right? Right, and so then we kind of go, well. Yeah, okay, I maybe did that nice or good, but mm-hmm. they don't they don't actually love me. We could right we right. kind of just automatically ju- reject it. Whether it, and that could be, you know, words of affirmation, that could be an act of service that they did that could be a mm-hmm. you know, anyway, um, yeah. you know, and here we are at Christmas, like how do you do Christmas gifts, right? Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have trouble receiving them. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: people have trouble giving them too. Some
0: people have trouble giving them.
1: Yeah. I'm curious, like just thinking about it, we often have trouble receiving love ourselves, but then we have deep expectations that are rooted in fear and insecurity of our spouse, expectations we expect for them to love us. Yet we struggle to receive it even if they can bring it. And I think that is a huge challenge because I think many so of we, us... You're
0: saying we have expectations in how our spouse should love us, but then when they do, we still have trouble receiving it.
1: Correct. and we, But we get in this vicious cycle of, well, if you loved me more and better, it would be better, and yet right. I don't think most people can actually receive it. Anyway, so there's this very imbalance of expectation and ability to receive.
0: I I think that's correct. I also think that goes back to the vulnerability thing I was saying before. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, loving is vulnerable. So Mm -hmm. we want our our spouse to be vulnerable first, Mm -hmm. because then that makes it safe for us to be vulnerable. Mm Because if we love in a certain way or give in a certain way or whatever, and they don't reciprocate, it feels very... Mm. Vulnerable, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. right? And, and so I think there is this challenge of trying to receive
1: mm-hmm.
0: what we think we're giving.
1: Trying to receive what we think we're giving, but
0: I think okay. we often overestimate our own contributions of love.
1: Yeah, like, I I yeah, talk to I so many that. guys yeah.
0: who are authentically and and in many ways they're right, but they will say things like, but. I, you know, I work sixty hours a week, and that's my act of loving my wife and family. And it's like, yeah, you're it you're a making of it, a paycheck, sure, because there
1: are people who aren't doing that, right, So I, it is a piece. It
0: is for sure, but like that's very different.
1: Mm. I mean i I think every wife should or husband, because there oh, can be yeah, wives I, who are doing right. that too, should absolutely honor that and call that out and be thankful and thank their spouse for that. Because it isn't just nothing. However, that's it's. There is a part of like, well, I also stay home and clean the house and take care of the children, and that's my act of loving you. Right. How, I'm not sure that will no, go and over super well.
0: Exactly right, <laughs> and that's the thing is we. So then we expect like this. Mm-hmm. Grand gesture of love because we overestimate what we're doing as those grand gestures, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I'm not saying that either taking care of the kids or working, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like those are acts of love, but mm-hmm. they're just not the grand gesture we interpret them as. Mm-hmm. And then we expect our wife to be, or husband to be mm-hmm. fawning over and meeting all our needs. And mm-hmm. that's where I think things fall apart. We need sure. to kind of recognize we're on an even playing field. We mm-hmm. both need to learn how to express love. And, and honestly, we both need to learn how to receive it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So wh- what would you tell someone if they're struggling to receive it? Well, most people are. So yeah, what you I think
0: most of us uh, do at some point. Um One is just to really recognize what it means mm-hmm. that, you know, somebody's doing something, saying something, giving something because of the love they feel. Mm-hmm. And see it as that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's imperfect. Like yeah. see it as as that act of love okay. and try to receive it. Mm-hmm. Right. I would say really caution your words and work towards just saying thank you rather than the immediate denial, Mm. right? It's the, Oh no, I don't. Or I know that's, I I didn't need that. Or you shouldn't have, um, that are very common, but I think we need to kind of go further to just say thank you. And whether, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever that gift is.
1: Yeah. Or I say, you can say like, I appreciate that. Like something where you're acknowledging the gesture, right as you are working towards it, or maybe for some people, it's just smiling and nodding to keep yourself from letting the negative go out, sure, and um, then
0: right, like there
1: probably or is I'm trying times... to receive that can also mm-hmm. be like i'm I'm working on receiving those words, like that's hard for me, but I'm working on it, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So I, I think that's something to pay attention to and recognize where it's coming from when you're receiving a gift or of love, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. Yeah. And, you know, recognize that it you deserve being loved.
1: Right. And of course, I'm like a broken record, but I'm going to go back to you digging in a little to what Why what has hard. shaped that. Um that trouble to receive cuz all of us have it but everybody's shaping looks a little different and when we can understand how we were loved or how we weren't or what love looked like and we can dig into it a little bit i think sometimes we can own and see the pitfalls for what they are mm-hmm. and not be mad at ourselves but just be like oh well that is hard for me because of this and Sometimes giving ourselves some gentleness and kindness towards it doesn't make it such an unknown enemy anymore.
0: It's good. It's so, really good. Yeah, I don't know. So I hope that you have some experiences to challenge yourself to receive love mm-hmm. this holiday season and not just from your spouse, but mm-hmm. from your family, but also from God and yeah. trying to see what that actually means to receive those gifts. Yeah. And you know, looking at how do we allow that love to impact our hearts?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's what Advent is all about. That's right. So.
0: So we hope that this series and this time that you've had to think about these intense emotions of hope, mm-hmm. peace joy and love mm-hmm. and how they impact you and impact your marriage mm-hmm. is something that you continue to grow in throughout the whole year. Yeah, absolutely. So, we've had a lot of fun spending this time with you and we hope that you enjoy it. Until next time on Still Becoming One, I'm Brad Aldrich.
1: I'm Kate Aldrich. Be kind and take care of each other.
0: Still Becoming One is a production of Aldrich Ministries. For more information about Brad and Kate's coaching ministry, courses, and speaking opportunities, you can find us at aldrichministries.com. For podcast show notes and links to resources in all of our social media, be sure to visit us at stillbecomingone.com. And don't forget to like this episode wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us to continue your journey on Still Becoming One.